Welcome to the final public version of the John Gets Games podcast, where I put up audio versions of the vlogs that I record. Um, now, you may have noticed that there were a couple of episodes posted to the feed, and also that the name of this podcast has been changed to Friendly Ties, and I will explain why all of that is happening in great length in the October update vlog. Now, you are going to hear the audio for that vlog at the end of this introduction right here, but as you will soon find out, I will not be posting audio versions of my vlogs on this feed anymore. Those are going to be a Patreon member exclusive perk, so anyone who supports the channel at any amount each month is going to gain access to those audio versions of the vlogs going forward. On that note, let's now jump to the audio for the October update vlog. Now, I will start with the general updates, and the first one is probably the biggest, and that has to do with the creation of a new video type for John Gets Games, as well as a new podcast. Um, now, I'm going to talk about these kind of together, even though they're both pretty big. Uh, the new video type is going to be full playthroughs, where I play games with a couple of my friends and potentially other guests, and we film that using Tabletop Simulator. Um, now, that's going to probably rub some people the wrong way, and I'll talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, and in fact, I think I want to tell you a little story about how this all started. Um, many months ago, I think in May or June-ish of this year, um, as with many good things in my life, my wife came up with a good idea, and she asked me, hey, why don't you ask your friend Anastasia if you want to start a podcast together? Uh, Jessica had noticed that after... I finished playing games with a lot of my friends, including, and in particular, with my friend Anastasia. Um, we would talk about that play for as long as it took us to play the game, and we were so enthusiastic in that conversation that Jessica was thinking that that could turn into a pretty good podcast, just listening to us discuss um, how a game went, you know, a post-game discussion, essentially. I reached out to Anastasia, and she was super excited to do this, and over the preceding months, this has morphed in a lot of ways. It started out as just the idea to do a podcast talking about a game we just played, but then in our discussions, we thought, well, maybe we should actually record the game that we are playing and then do a podcast discussing that so that people potentially could watch the actual playthrough, see everything that happens, and then have more context for the discussion at the end. Now, that seemed like a great idea, but very early on, we realized that this gets tricky because we wanted the podcast to exist well by itself for the people who did not watch the playthrough, um, but we also wanted it to kind of be matched up with the playthrough. Obviously, playthroughs can take quite a bit of time, especially if they are full playthroughs, and not everyone has time to consume all of those. So we proceeded to do a bunch of experimentation off and on. Um, it's been many months now, and for a couple months in there in the middle, life got very logistically complicated, so we kind of put this on the back burner. But we proceeded to record, I think, five full experimental uh, playthroughs of games, and I think we did uh, podcast experiments with most of those. And um, we sent these out to some friends for some feedback, and we did a bunch of tweaking along the way. And um, that's going to lead us into, well, this moment. Uh, I posted this update vlog, and I've also posted the first one of these videos, and for the moment, we're tentatively calling them Playing With Friends. That title might change. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, the very first one is Beyond the Sun, Playing With Friends. So I played this one with my friends uh, Nick and Anastasia, and then we also put out the first podcast, and that is going on a separate podcast feed, and the name of that is Friendly Ties. Now, I've actually co-opted the podcast feed for the John Gets Games podcast for this. I've changed the name over, and I'm going to use that feed for this new podcast, where we are going to be putting up post-game discussions about, you know, videos, for example, for Beyond the Sun, which is the playthrough that we also just put up there. But we also have some other ideas for different types of content that we want to put onto the Friendly Ties podcast. The idea of that is that it's going to be a podcast where we talk about board games in a variety of ways, and where 
we don't really have a box, or I say keep saying we, but really I don't have a box. A big uh, restriction that I have just throughout my entire life, and I've definitely put it on John Gets Games because this uh, YouTube channel is very much me, is the fact that I live inside boxes and my brain has a hard time getting out of them. And for a long time, people have been uh, suggesting that I should collaborate with people and, you know, maybe you should play games with your friends and film it. And I've always been very reticent to do that because that seems really logistically difficult. And um, also just like mechanically, uh, technically difficult, like having all the cameras in the right positions, that all just seemed very difficult. And um, collaborating in the kind of content that I make didn't really make sense because the content that I made was honed in for one person to be making it. So the idea of Friendly Ties is now there actually is a collaborative boxless entity that um, we can make stuff for. Uh, primarily, it's probably going to start off with post-game discussions for the Playing With Friends videos that we're filming. But again, we have some other ideas for things that we're hoping to do up there. Um, maybe some of them will be one-shots and maybe other things will be new series. We'll just have to see how all of that pans out. Uh, now, at this point, I'd like to shift over and talk a little bit about the um, Playing With Friends videos in particular. And I'll start by talking about Tabletop Simulator. Um, if you have any experience with it, it's very likely that you are recoiling uh, in apprehension or horror at the idea that uh, we're making videos using this uh, application. Um, this is a three-dimensional uh, spatial video game, essentially, that lets you play board games like it's a board game, picking up pieces, moving cards around, and it can be very clunky. But uh, my friends and I have played hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of various games in Tabletop Simulator over the last year or so, and I feel like we've gotten pretty good. Uh, now, the reason we're using Tabletop Simulator is, um, well, there's a couple reasons. The first is logistics. <laughs> we don't necessarily all live in the same area, and uh, being able to film on Tabletop Simulator means, you know, we don't have to drive to the same location, so that's a big deal. Also, there's the uh, technical aspect, where my computer becomes the camera. Instead of needing to purchase new fancy cameras and position them around the studio and get them all right and get the lighting just right, Instead, I can just record my screen when we're playing Tabletop Simulator. Now, <laughs> it's very easy for that to not look very good. And because of that, as I mentioned before, we've done a bunch of experimentation. Um, the first couple experiments involved me just kind of moving around with the camera, and uh, some of the people we sent it to got kind of motion sick <laughs> watching all that happen. So now we've been honing in on using precept cameras. So they, uh, hypothetically, the screen never moves. It just kind of fades in and fades out to a new camera point of view. Um, now, we've put a bunch of work into it, and I really hope that people will give this a shot, even if they're apprehensive, because I feel like we have threaded the needle pretty well, but I'm obviously very close to this. I put a ton of work into this uh, over the last uh, couple of months, in particular over the last few weeks. So hopefully this is going to resonate with people, uh, but I will ask that if you have feedback, then please let us know. Um, I don't see us moving away from Tabletop Simulator. Like, that really is, I think, the only logistical way we can make this happen at the moment. And I do think it also presents some pretty great uh, pros to the overall video experience because um, you have high-quality assets. You can really zoom in very well. It's kind of like you have an amazing quality camera. Um, I think it just needs to be operated well, and I hope to get better at that as uh, time goes on. Now, the next thing to talk about with relation to these Playing With Friends videos is the fact that uh, we're not putting our faces in them, and that is actually a very conscious decision. Uh, pretty much all other channels that I've seen who do playthroughs have people's faces, like talking and interacting, and I know that there are very good reasons to do that, but we also have what we consider to be some very good reasons to not do that. In particular, the fact that, you know, we only have to worry about recording good audio, not having good video of people's faces, and, you know, we don't have to be looking good for the camera, and we don't have to have green screens and all that stuff. 
I just think it's simpler. And also, I am hoping to integrate guests into these going forward, and that also simplifies things. Uh, people don't need to have nice cameras, and if we had nice cameras and a guest didn't, then that would look really strange. So I think there's a lot of reasons not to do that. Um, but from an audio quality perspective, um, everyone in the uh, the video that we put out, the Beyond the Sun video, has uh, microphones that we're recording separate audio into. But I will say that um, audio quality is a constant uh, challenge for me. <laughs> it's something that I've definitely been struggling with a bit for many years, and this is going to be no exception. Um, the audio quality in the first video, I think, could be improved. I will actually mention that Anastasia's microphone broke literally an hour before we recorded it, so she had to use a backup microphone. So her audio in particular is worse than it was, and I believe she's out like literally at this moment buying a new microphone for the next one of these that we're going to be recording. So hopefully as time goes on, the audio quality will improve as well as potentially um, my camera handling and the editing. The next thing I'd like to mention is um, accuracy. <laughs> Play accuracy, you know, playing well, cheating, and all that kind of stuff. Now, the idea is that these playthroughs are going to be as authentic as possible, uh, but I'll say right now that uh, when I edited the Beyond the Sun video, I found a couple of moments where players forgot to pay certain resources and whatnot, and I think part of that is because this is a new medium for myself and my friends. Um, we are mostly just playing, but I'm occasionally, you know, stopping them and saying, oh, can we redo that? You know, my camera was messed up or something like that, and things like that can definitely mess up the overall rhythm, and we've already had some discussions about how to play a little bit more accurately, but every time a board game is played, people accidentally cheat. It just, it's human nature. It just happens, and we're going to try to catch it as much as possible, but, you know, when you record these things, uh, it's very easy to see just how fallible board games, uh, as from a uh, accuracy perspective, can really be. Uh, now, at this point, I'd like to talk a little bit about tutorials. Uh, you may be wondering about the old type of content, I say old, the standard type of content that I've been making on this channel for, like, seven years, where I am controlling all of the players, I play through uh, much of the game, sometimes all of it, and um, I teach the game as it's actually being played. Now, that is a style of video that I'm still planning on doing, but these new videos are different. I'm actually going to be teaching the entire game before we go into the playthrough, and then we'll play it. Um, we did some experimentation where I tried to teach the game as we were playing it with other people, and it just did not work. <laughs> it really didn't. We we tried to make that happen, but it really does seem like teaching the game first and then playing it is the right way to go. Um, lots of people do it in that way, and I think there's a pretty solid reason for that. Now, that being said, I'm not planning on phasing out my tutorial style where, you know, I have an actual camera and an actual physical game on the table. Um, those are uh, the primary source of my income doing sponsored versions of those tutorials. And I can't say whether or not there will be sponsored Playing With Friends videos in the future. Um, I can't say because who knows? <laughs> it's possible these will crash and burn and people don't like them and then we stop doing them. But um, I don't think that's going to be happening. But I'm also not necessarily going to be pushing to make those sponsored. Um, so, you know, sponsored tutorials where I teach the game while it's being played are likely still going to happen. And um, one saying that I firmly believe in is the uh, that variety is the spice of life, and that definitely applies to work. I'm very excited to be varying my work out so that I can be uh, uh, filming and editing this playing with friends type of video alongside filming and editing these tutorial types of videos. I think that variety is going to be good for me mentally, and I don't know, hopefully people will enjoy that kind of variety in their feeds. I know that it's maybe going to make things a little bit confusing, and I'm going to try to make good thumbnails to explain all of that. I'm really not that artistically inclined, and I'm not great at uh, coming up with good thumbnails, but we'll see what I actually uh, arrive at. But either way, I, I will say that tutorials are not necessarily being phased out. They're just going to be one type of the uh, playthrough type content that I put out here on the channel. And 
hopefully people take to the playing with friends videos because so far I've really enjoyed actually playing games with my friends while also recording a video that I could put up on the channel. I'll say for a couple of years now, I've been pretty envious of other YouTube channels that just play a game. And of course, many of them do live streams, so they don't edit at all. That being said, some of them don't. And there is definitely a lot of time that goes into editing these things, but it's still, it's been a joy to actually play these games um, with all these experiments, including the Beyond the Sun video that's coming out. Um, the editing process did take quite a while. I have uh, a decent amount of uh, uh, learning to do about how to make that quicker. I was overall thinking that these Playing With Friends videos might be quicker to make overall, but that is not the case. <laughs> it actually looks like they probably are going to, on average, take longer than my tutorial style, and it's just something I'm going to have to weave in. Now, at this point, I'm going to change gears a little bit, and then I'll veer back um, slightly to a lot of the stuff I've talked about. And I want to now talk about vlogs. Uh, now, I've made a variety of different vlogs for many, many years, and I'll start this right off by saying I'm not actually making any changes, but I just wanted to talk about them a little bit, because in particular, I've noticed that um, my Good Games vlogs, which are kind of a subjective uh, vlog where I talk about games, as well as my Q&A vlogs, they just don't do very well <laughs> from a numbers perspective. And it seems like as time goes on, less and less people are watching those, um, which is frustrating for me because I actually really enjoy making that vlog style content, um, all vlog style content, if I'm being honest, like these update vlogs, I look forward to making these. Um, I started making vlogs years and years ago, I think in the, you know within the first few months because it was just a fun outlet to talk about games in a variety of ways. And over time, I've come up with a bunch of different types of vlogs that, that I make, like um, uh, the uh, Games Radar vlogs and many other types, some of which have come and gone over time. But it, it just feels like lately, and by lately I mean over the last six months, less and less people are watching them. And I think that might be a change in the YouTube uh, algorithm. I think it also might be a change to the fact that people just have so much board game content that they can uh, watch and they have to pick and choose. And I think also probably a significant part of it, uh, in particular having to do with the uh, Good Games vlogs, is that I've been really falling in love with some niche sides of board games like cube rails type games and trick taking type games and and various things that are not really hyped and big and there's a one-to-one -one correlation with how a video does versus uh, to how hyped the games are if i make a good games vlog about you know four games that most people haven't heard of before, but I thought were really fun. It's probably not going to do very well, and and that bums me out. Um, I, I'm not sitting here saying I'm going to change anything. I just wanted to talk it through a little bit because I enjoy talking about my fun experiences when I play games. I also have been like deep, deep, deep into this hobby for 14 years now, something like that. And I'm certainly to the point where I I really am checking all the nooks and crannies of the, the pretty esoteric stuff. And I'm really enjoying finding lots of stuff in those areas instead of just staying with the mainstream hype machine that can really be a large part of board game media. And um, I, I like introducing people to these things, but it just, it's a bit demoralizing when I see that people are not as interested in learning about new things versus, um, you know, watching videos about games that they've already heard about. And I don't uh, blame anyone. <laughs> I'm not pointing a finger in any way. I totally get it. But um, I just wanted to vocalize that, you know, these update vlogs are a lot of things. But um, one thing primarily is I try to make these be a window into me, the human, <laughs> and also the creator on this YouTube channel, just, you know, mentioning the things that are flowing around my brain. 
Now, actually, this is going to lead me into the next thing I want to talk about, and that leads us to the podcast. Um, the uh, John Gets Games podcast, or at least what used to be called the John Gets Games podcast. Um, a few weeks ago, I was looking at the analytics, the number of people who listened to the audio version of my vlogs on the John Gets Games podcast, and I was actually pretty surprised at how many people listened to it. In general, I just upload those to the podcast, and I don't think about them again, and it had, it's probably been like easily a year since I looked at the analytics, and there's like five to 600 people on average who want, who uh, not watch, who listen to those audio versions of the vlogs. And I think that also might be part of the reason why my vlogs aren't doing as well. You know, many of these good games vlogs after, you know, a month will only have 1,500 views, 1,100 views, something like that. And if 1,100 people watch it on YouTube and 600 people listen to it on the podcast version, that's a real splitting up of the audience. And so maybe part of the reason my vlogs seem to be doing worse is because more and more people are just listening to them as uh, podcasts instead of as vlogs. Um, that was definitely an interesting uh, thing to be knocking around in my brain. And this also was knocking around in my brain while I was considering this new podcast, Friendly Ties, that we are putting out. Um, after doing a bunch of thinking, I have decided that um, the old Drunkest Games podcast is going to be rebranded as the Friendly Ties podcast. Um, it already has a solid subscription amount, like lots of people listen to it, and I get that it's probably going to be a bit of whiplash for all of those people. <laughs> you know, for years now, uh, the only things that have shown up on that feed have been the audio versions of these vlogs, and so suddenly there's going to be this new type of content, which... I honestly expect many people to not be interested in. So it's very likely that the number of people who listen to that podcast feed is going to dip down maybe even significantly with this change. But um, along with this change, I'm not going to stop putting out audio versions of my vlogs, but they are going to become a Patreon-exclusive uh, benefit. Uh, for years now, uh, many people have uh, mentioned to me that, like, one way to help Patreon support is to offer something exclusive. And I started making these audio versions of podcasts like two or three years ago as a perk for the Patreon campaign. I think it was uh, once it hit, I think, $1,200 a month or something, I said, okay, I'll, I'll take the time to edit specific audio versions of the podcast, and that's when the podcast was made. So right from the very beginning, those audio feeds of the vlogs were intended to be kind of Patreon-associated, and now what I'm going to do is do a Patreon-exclusive podcast. Um, now, the specifics of that is going to be sent out to the patrons of the channel, and the short version of that is each person who supports the channel through Patreon is going to get a unique RSS feed link that they can put into whatever app they listen to uh, podcasts on, and then they will continue to get the audio version of the vlogs, just like I've been putting out for years on the public one. It'll just be associated strictly with the Patreon account. Uh, now, I'm going to make that available to literally everyone who supports the Patreon campaign, even with as little as $1 a month. And I'm hoping that that might incentivize some people to directly support the campaign, because the Patreon support that comes in is, is also a very significant part of why John Gets Games can be what it is, uh, as in a full-time time venture, a full-time job, and um, I, I, it also would be nice to get a little bit more support flowing in that direction. Um, now, speaking of that, I would now like to go into the last update. I know I'm saying so much today, uh, but this is another kind of a loosey-goosey update, and it really does tie into the thing I just mentioned there at the end uh, with Patreon support. Um, I had one of those shower thought moments about two weeks ago or so, uh, where I was just thinking about the channel and everything, and I realized that I haven't made a non-sponsored piece of board game content, uh, non-vlog, so I'm not talking about vlogs, but my tutorials, etc. I haven't made a non-sponsored video in years. Like, it's probably been 
three, maybe even four years since I've made a video that didn't say sponsored by somebody down there in the bottom corner. Um, that would either be sponsored by the patrons of the channel or sponsored by whatever publisher decided to sponsor that specific video. And a big reason for that is because about three to four years ago, I started doing this professionally, turning this into a part-time job. And then obviously a year and a half ago, it came, became a full-time job. And over those years, in particular, the last two or so years, I've pushed the um, sponsored by publisher aspect of this channel more and more because it became pretty apparent to me that the Patreon campaign was never going to be uh, high enough from a support perspective to make this a full-time viable income thing for me. Um, so, you know, I, I had to figure out a way to make all of this work, and that meant leaning more into sponsored videos with publishers. Um, and, you know, over time, what that means is, you know, this is a, a sponsored content channel, and that's not surprising. This is my job, and in order to be a job and make it financially viable, there needs to be income. But I don't know, it's just one of those moments where I was like, wow, you know, I haven't made a video because I wanted to make that video in so long. You know, again, not talking about vlogs. Vlogs have essentially been my creative outlet to say, you know, I'm going to make a top 10 list now. I know I don't do that many of them, but um, that's the kind of thing where I could do something a little bit for myself. But, you know, I would get like really cool esoteric games and be like, oh, I want to cover this game. And I'd play it and I'd maybe talk about it in the good games vlog. And then, you know, very few people would probably watch it. And part of me would want to play the game, show a tutorial, etc. And um, I just realized now that this new thing that I'm doing, this playing with friends thing, is actually an avenue to cover games that I want, specifically to play games that I enjoy playing with people I enjoy playing games with, and then putting content out there for games that are likely not going to get all that much coverage. Uh, so I'm hoping that this big change that I'm talking a lot about is going to breathe a little bit of, I don't know, newness into the channel to a certain extent, maybe uh, get away a little bit of the sponsored stuffiness that's going on. I mean, again, sponsored content is not going anywhere. This is my full-time job, and that's uh, necessary to make this uh, financially work. But still, I, I like the idea of mixing things up a little bit. Um, it's very likely that I'm going to be modifying how some of the Patreon benefits work. Uh, one thing we are actively thinking about doing is actually making the Patreon-sponsored videos that happen each month uh, playing with friends videos, where we actually play those games and then put out a post-game discussion on the Friendly Ties podcast as part of that. Uh, now, what we could do, you know, since those are all voted on, is, you know, make a list of games that we really want to play, and then the patrons can decide which one of those in particular we are going to do. But then we might also just work in other games, you know, some exciting game that I think is really cool pops up on Tabletop Simulator. My hope is that, you know, we could quickly just record that, play it, and then make a podcast for it, and just make content for the sake of actually wanting to make content, which... Wow, it's been a long time since I've done that. Again, not that I dislike my job. My job is truly amazing <laughs> that I can be full-time, uh, my own boss, and all those things. But having the idea of having agency for a lot more of the content that I make is uh, its very thrilling. <laughs> and I think on that note, I should probably stop talking about general updates. Wow, that was a lot of stuff to say. And if I'm being honest, there's probably a few points in the middle there that I was hoping to emphasize that I missed. Uh, I have a whole outline of stuff I've been reading off of, and I think I hit all of the main points. So on that note, let's switch gears a little bit and get back into some standard update vlog type segments where we have the shifting shelf. So this is where I talk about the uh, games that I've left the collection over the last month, or I guess in this case, 
case, about two and a half weeks, as well as the games that have arrived. And we'll start with the games that are leaving. Uh, that's going to be three games, and this month it's Brew, Rialto, and Sagani. Uh, now, interestingly enough, I recently made Patreon-supported tutorials for Brew as well as Sagani. I don't think I ever made a video for Rialto. Um, and Brew and Sagani are both games that I enjoyed making videos for, but I just did not really see being games that would actually get played in our household. Part of that is the fact that we're not actually playing that many games right now. Uh, and in particular, actually, speaking of Sagani, going totally out of order, we did play this. Uh, we played this uh, a couple of times, and it just did not hold up as well compared to Nova Luna. I'm not going to go into all the specifics, but they have the same designer and a lot of sequely type uh, aspects to it. Nova Luna came out in 2018 or 19, I think 2019, and Sagani just came out a few months ago. And so it's kind of the um, uh, sequel, and I thought I'd like it more, and I actually don't like it as much. So that's the main reason that we are removing Sagani. I think it just makes sense to keep Nova Luna. I think I'd pretty much always rather play it. Um, then with Brew, this is a really fascinating worker placement game with kind of dice allocation and a lot of special effects and combos that you can do. Um, I'm hearing a lot of great things about it online, and the only time I actually played it was in a Patreon sponsored video that I did, and I thought the game certainly looked cool, but I have so many games in a big pile in our uh, living room uh, that I'd like to play in person with other people, and I just don't think I'm actually interested in the mechanics of Brew enough for it to reach the top of the pile. I think it would just always kind of be in the second to third tier, so I felt like it made sense to probably move that one on. Um, I feel good about you know making some content for that one. It was sent over to me as a press copy, so I was able to cover that one and show people so that people can figure out if this is going to be a game for them, because again, I'm hearing from a lot of people saying they really dig this game. I just didn't think it was going to be really aligning too much with me to actually get played. Uh, the other one that I'm getting rid of is Rialto, and the reason for that is simple. Um, there's a new game called New York City coming out that is essentially Rialto Plus. Um, both of them are designed by Stefan Feld, and I've kept Rialto for years. I think this one came out in the crazy Stefan Feld year where he had like five games get published. It was 20. 14 or 2015. It was just it was just a silly year. It was like um, Bora Bora, La Isla, Rialto, and then at least one or two others. Uh, but either, oh, Bruges, I think also came out then. Um, so anyway, I've kept Rialto for all this time because I really love like two thirds of the game and I'm not super crazy about the other third. And learning about New York City, which is a new version of Rialto, it really looks like they've improved on that last third of the game. Uh, I also just like the overall aesthetic of it. Technically, it's probably not going to be coming out for a long time, like a year or something. There's a Kickstarter campaign up for it right now, and I haven't actually backed the Kickstarter campaign, but I figure I might before it ends, or I might just find a way to acquire a copy once it actually hits retail in the future. Um, I'm okay not having Rialto for a while until I get New York City in some way, uh, because again, we're not playing that many games, and I'm pretty excited to try this new version. Um, I actually flirted with getting rid of Bruges as well, which is a, a another Feld game that I really like. I have the City on the Zwin expansion. And the new version of that one is Hamburg, and I was pretty much convinced I was going to get it as soon as I heard it, but I did not back the original Kickstarter campaign for it last year. I just, again, felt like I could probably get it when it hits general distribution or something like that later. Uh, but now... I think actually looking to it even more, I want to keep Bruges um, for a variety of reasons. The main ones being I'm not crazy about the art style of Hamburg. And while I really like some of the changes, I'm also not crazy about some of the other ones. And unlike Rialto, I like everything about Bruges. <laughs> some people complain about the card draw luck. I personally don't have a problem with it. So I've decided we're going to keep Bruges and move Rialto on. And I'll try to get a new copy of that one. 
Anyway, so that's the three games that are leaving the uh, collection, and then four games have arrived. Uh, the first one is Cascadia, and I've actually talked about my impressions of this one already in a Good Games vlog that came out a week or two ago. Uh, I was able to play this one very uh, quickly after it was sent over to me by AEG. In fact, <laughs> three out of these four games are press copies that were sent over to me by AEG. Um, the short version on Cascadia is it's a tiling game with lots of ways to score victory points. It's very puzzly, and I quite liked it. I've only played it once so far, but again, I don't think I've really played board games in person since then, so it's not that surprising. I am looking forward to more plays of it. Um, I also got a copy of Clash of Cultures Monumental Edition. Uh, this one arrived on my doorstep out of the blue. <laughs> I actually had no idea that WizKids was going to send this to me. Uh, it's been honestly a few years, at least a couple of years, since I've received any press copies from them, so I was pretty surprised by it, uh, but also interested. Uh, Clash of Cultures is a civilization-type game that came out many years ago, I think eight, nine years ago, something like that, and I've been interested to play it ever since it first came out. It got a lot of uh, positive buzz when it first uh, hit the scene, but at the time, I think I was really focusing on Through the Ages as well as Eclipse, and I just it didn't make sense to get that game and put it into the uh, uh, rotation. So now, I actually own it, so I can play Clash of Cultures for the first time, and uh, WizKids has actually decided to sponsor a tutorial for it. So it's still in shrink, just beyond the camera over there in my studio, but I'm going to be opening that up very soon because that's going to be the next video that I actually film over here on the table, and I'll talk about my schedule in a little bit more uh, later. Uh, but I will say that this Clash of Cultures Monumental Edition, I believe, integrates some expansion content from uh, expansions that came up before, so it seems like it's kind of a big new shiny edition from before, uh, kind of similar to Eclipse Second Dawn that was a new edition of Eclipse that also had some expansion content in there. Next up, I got a copy of 10, um, which is a card game that I think has some auction stuff going on. Honestly, I'm not super sure. Um, the reason this was sent to me is because I was really interested to try Whirling Witchcraft. Um, in particular, I reached out to AEG and said, I would love to receive a copy of Whirling Witchcraft. And they said, cool, we'll send you 10 as well. And I said, I'm not so sure about 10. And they said, you know what? We're going to send it anyway. So I, I am curious to try it. <laughs> and in particular, I am quite curious to try Whirling Witchcraft. Uh, Rado put out a run-through of that one a couple weeks ago. And and the more I watched Rado's video, the more intrigued I was by this game. So I've uh, acquired that one. It's been added into our collection. And I'm not sure when we're actually going to get these played because, again, we're still not really playing games with people in person that much. But uh, hopefully that will happen at some point soon. All right, we can move to the last segment, which is going to be the upcoming schedule. And uh, looking forward to next week, which is going to be week 41, uh, I'm planning on putting out three videos, the first of which is going to be the second Playing With Friends video. That's going to be for a game called Union Station. And the plan is that this video is going to go out around the same time as the Kickstarter campaign for it goes live next Tuesday, I believe. Um, now, this is not going to be sponsored. Uh, I'm just friends with the uh, designer of this game and the publisher of this game, and it's a cube rail style game that I haven't played, so I'm just very intrigued to try it. And months ago, like I think three months ago, we uh, had a discussion and decided that this would be one of the very first videos that we actually made with this new type of content. And then as we developed this content and experimented, uh, things got a little bit tight. So <laughs> that's just a few days from now. We're going to be recording that in a couple of days. And obviously, the uh, second uh, Playing With Friends video is going to come out just a few days after the first one, but I think that's fine. I'm pretty excited to try this one. The designer of the game, Travis Hill, is going to be joining in with us. So we're going to play a four-player game with the designer. It'll be the first time for three of us playing it. And in fact, it's going to be the first Cube Rail style game that Anastasia has ever played. So um, we are all quite curious, uh, Anastasia in particular, to see how 
she likes it because <laughs> she's primarily a Eurogame player. Uh, now, also next week, I'll be putting out a sponsored tutorial for Bardwood Grove. This is a uh, deck building Eurogame that has some really neat tweaks to the deck building genre. In particular, you always have two cards in your hand and you have to select one of them to go into your discard pile to activate the bottom stuff. And the other one goes into a tableau that is a song that you're going to sing later on. And when you actually sing, you activate the top part of all of those cards. So you're kind of building out a big combo and then activating it and then moving around on a board doing a variety of pretty cool stuff. It also has kind of an emergent campaign type structure where more content is added in. I think it's it's pretty neat. I've actually wrapped that one up. Um, it's currently on the table. That's why I'm looking over here at the moment. Uh, it's a lot of vibrant art on the table. I'm going to clean that one up soon, but uh, that video is done and it should be going out next week. Uh, I'm also hoping to potentially put out the uh, sponsored tutorial for Clash of Cultures Monumental Edition. Again, it's still in shrink wrap over there, so I have to open it up, learn it, record it, uh, edit it, and do all of those things. But um, if things go well, I'm hoping to release that one at the end of next week. If I miss that, then it'll likely come out the week after that. Uh, looking to week 42, uh, on the Tuesday of that week, October 19, that's when the live Q&A is going to be happening. Again, I do one of these every single month. They usually last about an hour, and that one's going to be happening at 11 a.m. Pacific time, which is 6 p.m. Uh, GMT. Also that week, I'm planning on putting out a sponsored tutorial for Tabanusi. Uh, that is a new Euro game that's being published by Board and Dice. I have that one in shrink in the room as well. Uh, I've been really curious to open that one up. There's just been a lot of other things going on uh, occupying my time, which is why these fascinating games are sitting there in shrink, but I'm going to be getting to that one soon. Uh, and also in week 42, I'm hoping to put out a new Games Radar vlog. At that point, it will have been about a month or so since the previous one, and I'm going to hope to put one out then. Um, it's very possible that a good games vlog is going to happen at some point in this month as well, but uh, looking next up to week 43, the first video hypothetically going out in that week is going to be another Playing With Friends video. It's going to be the third one, and it's going to be for Crusaders. Uh, now, technically, this video is done. We filmed this one before we filmed Beyond the Sun, uh, but after it all came together, we felt like it was really good, but we didn't think it was going to be great for the very first one of these videos. We have a lot of positives and maybe not so positive things to talk about it in the podcast. And uh, overall, the gameplay itself showed really well. But we felt like we wanted to start with Beyond the Sun, uh, primarily because it's a game that we all love, the three of us. So it's a bit of a love fest, you know, start things off with just uh, full on positivity. Um, and, you know, that's not to say that the Crusaders content is going to be uh, not positive. There's, there's a lot of fun stuff that happens there. Uh, but we just felt like it probably made more sense as the third episode instead of the first. So that one's going to be coming out then. Um, also that week, I should be putting out the bonus video that's sponsored by the patrons of the channel, and that's going to be Newton. Um, that was uh, requested and voted on by the contributing producer-level supporters of the channel. Um, I have a copy of that game also in the studio. I've got a big stack of games that I need to cover, uh, all kind of waiting in line over there. Uh, also that week, I'm planning on putting out a sponsored video for Legacies. Um, and if I'm being honest, I agreed to do this video so many months ago that I've forgotten what what's going on with this game. I remember it seeming pretty interesting. I think it's a medium to maybe slightly heavyweight Euro game about generations of people, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> I remember being impressed with it many months ago when I said yes, and that's actually going to be uh, using a production version of the game. Uh, I was potentially going to make a video for the Kickstarter campaign, but the timing didn't work out. So um, that's pretty cool that I'm going to be filming with the final components, and it's going to be releasing along the time when the actual release for the game is going to be going out. Uh, now, after that, there's week 44, which is the first week of November. That's when I will very likely be putting out another update vlog, and then I will also be doing a sponsored video for a board game called Celsia, 
which is a really interesting looking rondelle game. It's got a whole bunch of stuff going on with the rondelle. There's a bunch of spaceships and uh, various things going on there. So that's the week that video is going to go out. And also, um, supposedly, hopefully, if it works out, that's when I'll put out a sponsored video for a Zapotec. This is also a new medium weight Euro game coming out from Board and Dice. It's the next game designed by Fabio Lopiano. Uh, previous games he designed were Merv, as well as Ragusa and Kale Mala. And uh, that one is also in shrink in this room. Uh, I've been super interested to open that one up, uh, in particular because over a year ago, I actually playtested this game on Tabletop Simulator uh, with the designer, which was pretty cool. And I remember being very impressed with it. Um, what was that like? 17 months ago, 16 months ago or so. So I'm super fascinated to see how it's changed in that time, but I also really enjoyed that playtest. So I have, uh, you know, good expectations going into how that one's going to go. So yeah, that is what the next four weeks are looking like. There is a bunch of work to do, and man, I've done so much work as well. Uh, that was something I was uh, meaning to mention in the general updates part uh, right there at the beginning. Uh, the last couple weeks have been pretty crazy. Uh, I've been doing all of my normal sponsored video content. I've been making multiple uh, experimental videos for the Playing With Friends and the uh, the post-game discussions. Uh, on top of that, <laughs> I've also been doing a lot of rulebook work. Um, I've written a new rulebook for uh, a client, and I've also been proofing several other rule books. So I've been spinning a whole bunch of plates. And if I'm being honest, I am loving all of this, but I am also so tired. <laughs> I've been pulling a lot of like 10 hour days. I have been going to bed at like 1 a.m. very frequently, usually working up until that point. And I don't think it's necessarily sustainable, but I also know that right now this is a bit of a crunch time trying to do everything that I normally need to do for my job while also working on all of the stuff behind the scenes for this new content. Um, hopefully, you know, within a month or two, this new type of content with the playing with friends and the uh, Friendly Ties podcast. Um, that'll just kind of get worked into the overall schedule and things should hopefully flatten out a little bit. So yeah, I'm pretty exhausted, but I'm also very satisfied and super excited and also a decent bit anxious about how the reception for these new uh, videos and podcasts is going to go. Uh, on that note, again, if you have any feedback, you know, hopefully constructive feedback about those videos in the podcast, then please, you know, leave comments on those videos or leave comments here. Uh, I'd really love to see it. So yeah, that's going to bring a very long and very update heavy update vlog to a close. Thanks for sticking around and listening to all this.